This episode discusses subjects that may be inappropriate for little children. Listener discretion is advised. Hi everyone, may peace be on you all and welcome to this year's very last episode of I'm a Muslim and That's Okay. Can you believe it? 2022 is officially coming to a close and what a year it has been especially for me Uh, i mean i started out this year with my two years and 50 episodes i did a giveaway then and i'm like oh my god i've been doing this for two years coming up on my third year 50 episodes and i'm still sitting here wondering if i should do like another giveaway on either my third year anniversary or Maybe the hundredth ed- like episode anniversary. So y'all tell me, what should I do? Should it be a third year or hundred episode anniversary? Should I do both? I mean, like a double giveaway because my hundred episodes are not that far away. Um, I think it's about maybe twenty something episodes, so we could still make it work. Um, but let me know. But it's like, it was it started out really exciting for me. And again, I'm so grateful for y'all for sticking out with me for the two years. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's been a it's been a patchy year for like for me and for America in general, because it started out great, but then I mean I don't know. I think in my own personal experience, everything was just like, it was like a downhill, steady downhill in terms of how I felt about so many things. I mean, first of all, the overturning of Roe v. Wade it sort of hit hard. Um, this was something, um, even when it was like instated as the law of the land, it brought in a lot of controversy, but it also ensured so much security for women, especially when it came to bodily autonomy. And I know a lot of people will argue that, you know, especially Muslims will argue that abortion technically, especially if you're doing it willy-nilly is not allowed. But here's the thing. Um, I know for a fact that so many women exist in so many different and difficult circumstances and as a person who has given birth to two beautiful kids let me tell you the decision for an abortion does not come easy okay i remember like when i was pregnant with both my kids um if you know me like historically i'm not like the really i guess the maternal kind of kind of lady kind of woman um, I never really like was into kids. Um, I mean, they're nice. I'm not saying they're not nice, but you know, I did not want to have a whole lot of kids. I knew that I would I would want to have kids someday. But let me tell you, when I became pregnant with my two boys, um, something inside of you changes for reals that I would do almost anything to protect those growing babies inside of me. So I can only imagine for the women who think that abortion is their only route, that that decision never comes lightly. It really doesn't. Because instinctually, you do want to protect the baby growing inside of you. But again, so many different circumstances exist. And then, you know, all of 
the different states, Texas in particular, I mean, gosh, like really taking away abortion rights, even for the things that really women should have protection for ectopic pregnancies and, you know, incest, rape. Good gosh. I mean, that is a no brainer. Um, abortion for them should be protected for I mean there is no reason why it shouldn't because even if you look at Islamic under Islamic law if especially incest rape no questions asked the abortion is allowed and if the mother's life is in danger there's no question even if it's if it's at the eighth month ninth month um that abortion is allowed mom's health life all of these things get precedence over the unborn child um you would be hard pressed to find anybody who would disagree with that especially amongst muslims a, a mom's uh, health and life take precedence so i mean that that was one of those things that really when roe v wade was overturned and all of these laws and good god the vigilantes good good grief that was like that gave me a headache i mean i really really we don't need this women have a right to bodily autonomy and that's the thing you don't have to agree with it i know a lot of muslims would not agree with it but that isn't your business you don't dictate other people's lives that's a part of our faith and i'm pretty sure it's a part of other people's faiths too so you don't do not dictate other people's lives whatever decision they choose to make you have to let them live their lives so yeah i mean that was hard but you know bright spark in the middle i i turned 40 this year so that was exciting as well and i went to iceland um that was really like it was uh, one of those experiences i highly recommend to everybody it's such a it's, so it's such a beautiful country i mean we went all it's not it's not very big but it has so much to offer in natural beauty but i think when we came back and i did my episode on that uh, about the muslim perspective y'all can check it all out um it will be in my show notes um the 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 security at the airport airport in iceland um I wasn't expecting it in Iceland. I mean, I have experienced it in the US, but you know, the random checking, my son it was the first time he had ever gone through it and I I just felt so bad for him. As a mom, you never want your kid to have to go through that. And for those who may not be aware, it's one of those things that still that it it really does have a certain especially for a certain generation, there's a, cer- a certain amount of PTSD involved with it especially after 9/11 i have in my 40 years gone through enough random selection to i mean i know the drill but my poor kid he he was just so confused um i think we need to do better um this sweeping generalization of muslim especially young muslim boys muslim men is just no good and on top of that not just that not just for my son um if you go through the episode like i was also randomly checked and good god i set off some alarms and, and that was like i don't even know how or why some faulty machine and it just detected explosives on me and i like oh gosh this is this is how i go down <laughs> good grief but it was so scary like just to see the the machine turn red 
and you're like, every the time stops. And I don't I don't think I was breathing for a good 15, 20 seconds because I mean, yeah, that the first thing is like, oh, gosh, they're going to arrest me like some like really awful scene from a movie like like everybody's gonna come around with guns and i'm gonna be arrested for something i don't even know how that happened but you know i went through it and uh, i was finally cleared but it was scary on my way back to iceland from iceland but yeah um it just it did give me something to think about about how um even though a lot of things have changed for muslims i can see it i see it on social media all the time so much more visibility especially for younger muslims there's so many so much great talent out there and they're making themselves seen and heard and appreciated i I think that's great but there's some systems that do have to change and uh, you know with taking all of this in and i decided i I'm I was going to cover certain things that, you know, especially with the overturning of Roe v. Wade and how we view, you know, children and, you know, the rights of kids. And if people are so against abortion, what alternatives do we have? So I had my wonderful guest, uh, Sharia Schultz, who uh, works to raise awareness and educate against childhood sexual assault. That was such a hard episode. And again, I'll have that episode in the show notes because I think it's one of those episodes that everybody has to see. Um, it's those things that get swept under the rug, but we can't. If we we claim that we love our kids, that uh, babies should come into the world, what kind of world are we bringing them into? So that was one of those hard episodes I did. And then I had the wonderful Dr. Samina Zahur, who runs the Muslim Foster Care Association. And again, um, she works with Muslims in the foster care system. But we did touch upon how the system needs more help. There's so many kids in the foster care system that, you know, they're there, but there's so much lack of support. And my follow-up to that was my interview with a wonderful, wonderful Nahela Morales. She, apart from being very well-known within Muslim circles, she's a convert, but she does so much in general for the Muslim community. Um, But she is also a child who was also a child who was in the foster care system. And that episode, I mean, that was like a deep dive into the foster care system. And how broken it can be for young kids. I don't think I've quite fully recovered from that episode. It was very heart-wrenching. But I think it was one of those episodes that had to happen um, in order to for people to really hear about this. The, the raw, awful truth of what children, and that's the thing, that's the thing that breaks my heart, that children go through in the foster care system that a full-grown adult like me i would not survive it to have children go through that and then have to then carry on with their lives after they are are phase out of the foster care system at 18 years old it's just it's so incredibly hard but yeah um I was I was determined for those episodes because it's those that topic that really impacted me that we need to do better for our kids. 
Um, but these this was just these were just some of the episodes I did. I mean, you can go to the links in my show notes. I have like all the episodes um, in one link. You guys can have a listen to it. And I think the one that I was most excited about and it came to me by surprise um, was my interview with Leah V. Um, she is the first Muslim plus size international model. I had been wanting to have her on my podcast ever since I had heard about her. I had read her book, Unashamed, which was her memoir. Again, a very gripping story, her own story about the difficult time she went through growing up, uh, you know, in Detroit. And, you know, as a big person, you know, there's so much really... Uh, People shame you for every little thing. They look down upon you, but she made it through it all. And she is a model and an author. That That's the thing. Um, it was about her new book, The Union. And I was just so excited. It was like, it was like the cherry on top of a, a, a year that was hard in different ways. But it also, it brought in so many new experiences. So that was cherry on top of that cake. And... Uh, for anybody who wants to listen to any and all of the episodes I did this year, again, as I mentioned, links will be in the show notes, specifically of the episodes that I have mentioned. And gosh, end of 2022, y'all have a good holiday. But I think my request for next year is that we need to make better decisions, America. Okay? We have to make better decisions for the, for our children. It's not just about, I think, selfish ideologies is, is the problem with any and all of this. Is that what do we really want to leave behind for our children? Our children should be protected. They should have, you know, the rights that they deserve. All children should, not just our own children, okay? And we need to leave them with a better planet. I think that's one of the things I might be covered in the next year. You know, the environmental damage that we are causing for real, because I'm scared. Like, literally, if you see all the signs of all this wonky weather, we, we had a lot of wonky weather in 2022. We really did. So, yeah, we need to do better in terms of the environment as well. Because if we really love our kids, then we need to leave them a decent planet, okay? So, I hope y'all take care of yourself. Have a great, great holiday. I will be taking January off because that's how I always do winter break. I take January off. But I will be seeing y'all back and y'all be able to hear my new episodes in February. Until then, happy new year to everybody. Happy holidays. Take care of yourself and may peace be on you all. Thank you so much for tuning in to I'm a Muslim and That's Okay. And if you wish to follow my social media for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. All the links to those are in the show notes. And if you are on Apple or on Spotify or on Podchaser, please do give my podcast a five-star rating. It really does help get me, you know, in the public eye. And if you wish to donate to support the podcast, you can do so through the PayPal link in my show notes as well. Take care.